I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplained regard to absolutely nothing. This week is episode 121. 121? Yes, and we are talking about chemistry today. Are we really? Yeah, so stick around if you want any more. Well, hello dad, how are you? I'm not too bad. How are you, Connor? Terrible, thank you for asking. Uh, why are you terrible? Well, is it for the reason I think it is? Just to clarify, you're David, I'm Connor. Um, I am David. Yep. Yeah. Um, right, this is a great way to start next episode. I am not in a very good mood. Yeah. I'm grumpy. You're grumpy, and why are you grumpy? Because McDonald's didn't bring me my burger. They didn't, did they? Nope. Oh. Very upset. Yeah. So... Ordered off of the McDonald's app. Yeah. And I ordered a Philly cheese stack. I mean, you had a burger as well. Mum had uh, some nuggets. She did. Which got meals, drinks. We also got some uh, chili cheese bites as yeah, well. Yeah, an important with, thing with those to dips, mention in this story. We ordered yep. as well. Um, Didn't get them either, did we? Well, no. So the food arrives and there's a massive bag that's filled with drinks. There's a really tiny bag that's filled with food. In the very tiny bag, there's two bur- uh, there's a burger, nuggets... Two bags of chili cheese bites and three bo- boxes of chips are all over the place. No dips for the chili cheese bites, but there is mum's barbecue dip for her nuggets. Did you notice that just disappeared without any no, talk no about offer. it? No, uh, yeah, there was no I'll offer. Yeah, there was no offer. I didn't, to I didn't get offered a nugget. Because I think that's but important. My burger was missing. I know it and was, kind And I was very, very grumpy. You was very grumpy. And you know what's really annoying about the whole situation? Yep. Is you try to go onto the McDonald's app where you've ordered the food from, yeah, and say I haven't got my food because you know yep. that's fair enough. You paid if for I've it. paid for food, if I've ordered food, my if I set my expectations of my service <laughs> levels, that I expect to receive. When you I really order are bothered about this, aren't you? Well, yeah, you when you when you do something, what do you expect from? When you go to a petrol station, what do you expect? You expect to be able to go to the pump, fill up your car with petrol, and either pay at the pump or go into the count thing kiosk, whatever. Yeah, that's what I expect. Yeah? yeah, if I went to the petrol station and went over and tried to fill up my car, but no petrol went in there, but still had to go into the shop and pay for my petrol. Yeah, I'd be grumpy. You would be grumpy. Yeah. Um, so. Basically, what's happened here is I've ordered a burger and the whole, everything's ruined because <laughs> everything's I don't, ruined. I don't go to McDonald's for chips. No, I know you the don't. The chili cheese bites are great, yeah. but they're not as good. I did offer you my chili cheese bites. Yeah, I know, but they're still By not the as way, good. By the way, how many are you supposed to get in that packet? Five. I didn't get five in my packet. Shut up. I didn't. Was it four then you meant to get? I got three. Two were conjoined, uh, so that counts as one. I I got four in there if you count the one that was like a Siamese twin. Yeah, you're not meant to say that anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. Oh, I sorry. Okay, um, that's that's not it. No offense meant by that. <laughs> but yeah, so the what I've paid for there. By the way, in the Philly cheese stack burger is an expensive burger. <laughs> oh, we're still own. talking about and that. <laughs> £8.09p and p my meal cost, yeah. yeah. The burger it's on its own cost about like £7 something. Does so it I, really? I They've really got up McDonald's, Yeah, they? I didn't get what I had ordered. So I tried to go to McDonald's app and they're like, oh, it's Uber Eats problem because they're partnered with them. So I haven't got an Uber Eats account, but I have to go onto Uber Eats. But because I haven't got an Uber Eats account, it makes it really difficult to actually be able to say anything about it. And they want me to 
contact them in other ways, but they make it really difficult. But I only contact them one simple one way, which is the phone, and I don't really want to speak to them on the phone. So then I created a new Breeds app, copied my order number, copied my the McDonald's uh, store number, put in a message to them via the app, and said, "I didn't get my burger. Give me my eight pounds and nine p refund." Yeah, and yeah. anything happen? Well, I'm waiting now. See what and happens. If you or anybody you know has been affected by it's probably a BBC action line this, thing for um, it. in this podcast so far, please contact us on the usual address. Um, did you substitute it with anything else? Yeah. What did you substitute it with? Regret. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that cheese is called now? I ate a massive slab <laughs> of chilli cheese. It was massive. I don't know what you were thinking. And I said to you, I was eating it for ages. I just because it was massive. Yeah. <laughs> I finished it though. You finished it, and how are you feeling now? Are you washing it down with something healthy? Yeah. <laughs> cider. I've got strawberry and apple cider. Yep. Old mouth. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. What are you drinking? I haven't. Dr- oh well, actually. I'm drinking Corona, and the only reason I'm drinking Corona is that, uh, sadly, I have now worked at the Royal Mail as a postman for 10 years. Um, And to, yeah, thank you very much. My manager came up to me last week and said to me, oh, by the way, your anniversary is coming up from when you've worked 10 years. Do you want me to announce it to everybody? They call everybody together, and, and we'll, you know, and we'll talk about it then. I went, no, I don't. <laughs> it's the last thing I want to do. Why do I want people to know that I've been trapped there for 10 years? But anyway, today, she's very sweet. She's a lovely lady. Um, and she had got me some beer, some chocolates and a card. And then I got another card, which is the Royal Mail card to tell you, well done. For of course, them. Royal Mail send a card. Well, yeah. Who posted it? It's a cottage industry. Uh, well, I don't know. Actually, cottage, don't, cottage, cottage industry. Right, it's okay. called. You don't have to take part in that then. No, no. <laughs> but it's. I don't even think it had a stamp on it. It just had my name on it. But I've got to look because there's a QR code on it, and it's apparently got a personal message from me and a short have video. You checked it yet? No, I bet it's really, really naff. But anyway, so I've worked there ten years, Connor. Yeah, ten years. I'm so sad about that. So I'm sad. About you've my not burger. got your burger. You've had too much chilli cheese. I've been at the post office 10 years. But there no, have been... Royal Mail. Well, you, that's... Two different just, yeah, things, aren't they? All right, yeah. All right. um, Don't get started so getting technical with me. That drink, though, do you like it? I do like it's it. your first one? It's my first one. It's your first Corona? I've had Corona twice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I made that joke before. I know you did. I thought that was where you were going with it. Yeah. Uh, but and this, then is, you stole this is it worse than... The two times I've had it, because this is Corona Extra. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you enjoying it though, yeah? That's lovely, actually. It looks, it's quite it's nice. got it's a quite light colour, isn't it? It has. It's a sort of light, light pale beer. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. There has been some good things happening, though, since our last podcast. Yeah, Arsenal lost today. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've lost twice in a week. No, I mean, and I don't mean any offence, but the the own, the only I reason I wanted them to lose is because because we streak. lost it. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, look, Saka was pointless for me again. He didn't get us any Our Premier League fantasy, fantasy football Premier League teams. Is absolutely atrocious. It seems like every player that we pick, it's the end. Of, they must look to see who we've picked. We might have to get Kudus, by the way, because. Well, he's doing as well we, now. Yeah, as but as soon as we get him, him, as soon as we get him, he'll start. Yeah, we just not got Will Prowse, and he's not doing anything. He's anymore. not doing anything anyway. If you, Bowen's holding the team up. If you or any of your relations have been affected via our fantasy football team, please contact us on the address given. We've just got Sun for from Tottenham for our fantasy league. Oh, he's Monday and though. What's the betting? He does nothing on Monday. Probably he's benched. Benched. What got? What we made Watkins our triple captain <laughs> last week. <laughs> And this is all really nothing happened. <laughs> this is the chemistry. I haven't even said some of the things we've been doing. This is the chemistry one. Yeah. But football has been good for us this week. We went to a game midweek for the Europa, uh, not Europa. No, that's the next Carabao week. Cup. Uh, the Carabao Cup where West Ham play Arsenal. We went in it really pessimistic. We did. We both went. Yeah. We got there very, very early. Everyone else it, was pessimistic as well. Everybody was pessimistic. No one thought we were going to win and then we ended up winning it easy. Um which was marvellous, wasn't it? It was good. And it made the the journey in the massive great crowd with the stop and go signs in the pouring rain down to the station 
a little bit more bearable. Yeah. But, yes, it was great. It was a great night. A little. The journey home was a little bit of an well, issue. Well, yeah, because we got on a train and we'll get a train. Uh, this isn't. Uh, yeah, we'll get a train from Stratford to Shenfield. And for anyone who doesn't isn't aware of where that is and what it is, um, I don't care. I'm not. I'm just going to carry just on the two story. Places. Just two places. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Places. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter exactly one was where, where it is. Our, <laughs> one was where the stadium was, and one was where our car was. Yes. That's all you need <laughs> yeah, to know. That's, that's all you need to know. But anyway, um, but there are stations between there. With the, so there is a train that runs directly between the two. There's no stops. Yeah, all we got right. the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, but and, and it was a bit packed, so we ended up. St- Standing really, really close but to each other. There was that kid that looked like Ariola. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I was less bothered by him and more bothered and by that's the fact Ariola, that the football player, the goalkeeper, not, not Ariola the in the nipple. Didn't look like a nipple. <laughs> didn't look like a nipple. I was more concerned about one: our beards touching and like Velcro with being attached to each other, and then our bellies touched at Are one you point. You seen my jokes? I no. made that joke on the train the other day. <laughs> I know, but. <laughs> I know, it's just but you just didn't know my jokes now. I'm already not in a great mood. I didn't know my jokes. I didn't realise it was a joke. Yeah, bellies did touch it, didn't they? They did. I don't, I don't really know what to say about that. I don't but know if that's a bad thing. To be thing. fair, our train journey, our train journey wasn't as bad as as, the a, other t- as the three blokes that were on there talking, and then at one point said. Did they say this train's going to Chenfield? And I'm thinking, I'm going to tell him. One of them that's actually said to me, if we're on the wrong train, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and so I told them they were on the wrong train. But that was a good night, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a good night. That was I the first out, football game we've been to I went since out twice pandemic. that week. You did, Because on yeah. Monday I went to the theatre to see... Who'd you go with? On my own. I was Nobby oh. No Mates. And, uh, and I, I watched... Is that another thing I can't say? Uh, Paranormal, it's called Uncanny. It's on TV in a podcast, but it was great. It's a very popular podcast. It is. A, well, it, it's, on, it's fairly recent, but it's um, it was great. And it was it's all about sort of ghost stories and whether they have someone on there as a bit of a sceptic and someone on there who's more sort of inclined to believe this sort of thing. And yeah. they talk through the case. And it's, a, it's great. They, I think it's, it's like us you? two. Huh? Are they paying you? I love it. They don't need to pay me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I reckon we should do that because you don't believe in ghosts, do you? No. And I do. So it's perfect. We should go somewhere and investigate. <laughs> right. But only if we can eat beforehand. My stubble just made a noise. I think it's that cheese. Uh, do you need to stop for a little while? No, so? no, we'll be fine. Okay. Well, that's good. And apart from I did a race last weekend, which was in the evening, and it was nice and dark, and it was good fun, but it was very cold and very wet. Mm, what were you dressed as? I was dressed as a ghost. Pac-Man ghost? A Pac-Man ghost, yeah, an orange yeah. one. Yeah, it was um, very good. Are you racing tomorrow? I'm not racing tomorrow because it's been postponed. Because, because we're busy building an arc. We are busy <laughs> building an arc here because it's raining, raining, raining. And someone has actually sent a picture, and I thought it was a joke picture, and it's not. It's part of the course, which now looks like a canal. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm quite pleased that, and that's hence is why, hence is why, that is not even an actual sentence, hence why I'm having a corona, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. I haven't got to get up in the morning to go and run. You so do have to get up at some point. I have to get up at some point, but not necessarily that early. Well, to be fair, if you wanted to, you could lay in bed all day, I wouldn't recommend it. No, I wouldn't do that, I'd really, I'd really be uh, quite depressing. Um we better just touch before we have a slight break on what we're supposed to be talking about here. Now, the idea of this podcast was the title of the podcast is Chemistry, isn't it? And it was because it's, as this goes out, it's in Britain, Guy Fawkes Day, which is the plot that was to blow up Parliament and King and Kingner, kill the king of the time. Yeah, uh, I remember it. Yeah. But for anybody that... Because you know, you've got to remember, so remember blah, 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 the 5th blah, blah, of November. Remember, remember that. And this is kind of, rather weirdly, is uh, where we set fire to things. Um, and there's usually an effigy of what is Guy Fawkes to go onto the fire. And they let off fireworks and blah, 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 blah. However, uh, yes, with that on. entire stuff, we don't want to talk about all of that. Because we've already done it. Yeah, but we fought an angle on it, 
And the angle we thought My of point it, being is we have got an episode all about Guy Fawkes. We have got an episode all about Guy Fawkes. So we thought we'd come at a different angle on this one and talk about the chemistry side of it. Yeah. And then we realised how problematic that would be to start putting in our search engines how do you make a firework? Yeah. <laughs> because it's the same sort of thing that you'd put into something if you wanted to do something a little bit more sinister. So I, I do know someone who did once in a... I heard that. That knocked the mic. Knocked the mic. Uh, but in once in a chemistry lesson, they did Google um, how to make a firework and it got flagged on the school... Uh, I thought you were going to say and government. They, and I think they got spoken to about it. But I don't know whether like... It got flagged up by police and they kind of spoke about it. See, basically, you shouldn't Google it. No, you shouldn't Google it. And I, to be honest with you, so you shouldn't I'm Google actually, how to make a bomb. <clears throat> I'm, yeah, well, quite. But I'm actually quite interested. When I've seen these spectacular fire sh- uh, firework shows, when they send them up and they come out with different colours and they come out with different patterns and all the rest of it, it does interest me how they do that. But it seems to be to actually find out how they the mechanisms within them and how they make them go out into uh, like a ball shape or a, you know. In fairness, that's an explosion. Y- yeah, like what? but you're saying going out into a they're not you can't make a star shaped firework you can't make a yes but a they smiley. don't all do that do they. Yeah, but my point being with an explosion, it goes out in all directions. So making something go out in all directions like that is is not the complicated bit, I would say. Yeah, it's complicated, but... Yeah, but they don't all go out like that, do they? they well, some of them go out go, in these... Some of them go... Yeah. That's good firework noise, wasn't it? That was. But also, uh, because tomorrow is fireworks night... Um, yeah, today. That, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> whilst recording um, it's tomorrow yep then there could potentially be fireworks in the background well I've heard fireworks already when I was in the other room earlier on so there's a lot going off already so it's all going but off it's all anyway going yeah off. my point being is it's an explosion it's it goes, an explosion it so goes out it. in all directions doesn't it okay Father and Sundays present Things you didn't know that happened ages ago. In more recent history, two police officers from the 12th Precinct in Detroit went undercover, posing as drug dealers, and went to a drug house to try and operate a sting. They met the two buyers who, unbeknown to them, were also undercover police officers from the 11th Precinct. More officers showed up with search warrants and things escalated to the point where punches were thrown. Eventually, everybody realised the mistake and the Detroit Chief of Police later issued a statement saying it was one of the most embarrassing things he had ever seen in his department. So I've still got some unanswered questions about I struggle with that. I did struggle. It must be the corona. Um, Is that because of your throat? Yeah. So I just need to check. Are you going to be okay with talking about this? Because I know it's a difficult subject for you to talk about fireworks. We covered this on the last, well, not the last one, but the first one we did about Guy Fawkes because there was a bit of an incident. Yeah, and I nearly died. You nearly died, didn't you? Yep. A complete neglect by your parents. Yep. Left you in the firing line probably of Probably busy drinking alcohol. Because my parents very are much alcoholics. No, well, we certainly are not. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you you did. You you had a bit of a shaky moment, didn't yep. you? Firework fell over. It was hurtling towards me. Because it gets louder because it's getting closer. Yeah. Normally it gets quieter. Why were but you this out time there on your own louder. anyway? I wasn't out there on my own. <laughs> There was loads of adults around. <laughs> we weren't out there loads. This was at a party. Um, there was loads of adults around. I think mum was out there, but a little bit further away. Right. And I was standing next to some adults, and a firework was hurtling towards us, and all the adults were rushing towards the door and running in, leaving me standing there. Oh, dear. But you're okay, though, aren't you? Apart scarred. From the, apart from the trauma. Mentally scarred. Mentally, but not physically. Mentally scarred. <laughs> Right, anyway. Okay. I don't really like fireworks. I know you don't like fireworks. Well, I fireworks. do like fireworks, 
But so make up your mind. So they're going off right now. I don't know if it picks up, but um, I I do like fireworks. I think they look amazing. Are you sure you like fireworks? Yeah, but I dislike the fact that just anyone can purchase fireworks. Yeah, I think over the years, I think we touched on this before that I when I was younger, we were a bit. Um, as a family, we were a little bit uh, played fast and loose with fireworks. You could buy fireworks, but only at the time, like in November, you could buy them. You couldn't buy them every other part of the year like you can now for birthday parties and New Year's things and all the rest of it. That seemed to change in the year 2000 when loads of fireworks were bought and available so people could have their 2000 year 2000 parties. And then it, from there on... Y2K. Yeah, Y2K. Um but I get, I do understand what you're saying. I I like how they look, um, but there's many many problems with them, aren't there? But can I? You just ask me a question before we get on to that. You said it's just an explosion. That's why they go out in like the ball shapes or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, what about be, the colours. Yeah, I mean, you got to also remember that how how much density they have got to pass through and stuff like that. Uh, the colours. Oh yeah, it's just different chemicals, isn't it? <laughs> I thought that. I thought it was going to be a lot more technical. That's why no, I was about so, to take a swig of my drink. <laughs> no, so, well, if you want to take a swig of your drink now, I'll explain it a little bit more. Okay. Are you actually going to take yeah. time doing it? Yeah, right? yeah. So little different chemicals make different colours. See, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was on you yeah, there. So, uh, during school, we did do chemistry, um, as you know, because I've already spoken about it. And uh, so most of like flames, as you are aware, it's they they go orange and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that depends what is fueling it and and what's burning. So, for example, I, I can't remember the exact colours. I think lithium might go like a purpley colour. All right. Um, sodium was a colour, but like I think sodium's the normal. No. So I guess they'll have a key ingredient that is the sort of um, volatile bit. Yeah. And then depending on what colour you want them to be. Because some of them, I mean, things like Roman candles, which is a type of firework, they change colour as they're burning. Yes, yeah, so different because it so goes through a number So would that be on the fuse of... it, within the actual firework would have those yeah. on, on them that would make those particular Yeah, it's colours. like, a, so a sparkler as well has got, um, I don't, I can't remember what's on it, but it's got it's like certain stuff on the outside, which obviously creates the sparkle. Yeah. And it's like, you can physically see it going like a fuse as, yeah. as it goes down. Excuse yeah. me. It's that cheese, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, um, and the cider, cheese and cider. Um, should have had wine. They no cheese and cider goes really well with each other. Not spicy cheese. And Not spicy cheese and, and flavored cider, maybe. But normally that would be like a plowman's lunch. Um, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't have a plow. Um, yeah. But yeah, so what I've done for this podcast is I've made my own firework, and we're gonna we'll set it off at the end. We'll set it off at the end. Yep. Oh, I can't wait. Is it an indoor firework then? Uh, it is now. It is. And how far do I have to um, well, stand away from it? When I bought those fireworks and combined them together, yeah. most of them said like stand like 200 metres away. So you've got to add all those together. So add it's like two together. and a half miles? More, probably. Okay. I'll t- um, but you'll be around the room. Yeah, I'll be fine. So that's that's um, that's it then. That's how you make a firework. <laughs> yep. No, so... Yeah, so, you, what, yeah, how you make a firework, you get other fireworks and put them together. Yeah, don't do that. No, don't do that. We did that once. It, it sell, turned sell out really two fireworks together. We also we probably to, shouldn't admit this, but there was a time where two fireworks were sellotaped to to together in the garden. Um, it was none of us that did it. It was someone else that came into our garden and did it. It was... Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a, a third party, yep. uh, which who will re- remain nameless. Because we don't know their name. No. Um, they sellotaped two fireworks together um, and and tied the fuses together. Thinking think, that that would work. And then set it off. But what they failed to think to think about is what they've done is they've, they've attached like a flare one to a rocket, mm. um, which sounds fantastic. You get flares going up with the rocket. Yeah. But you've attached... A flare to one side of the rocket. Yeah. So all that happened is it it curled round so and landed in someone else's garden. Really, and the lesson there is attached two, one on either side, or, <laughs> or four to really yeah. shore it up. Um, or just don't do it. But 
that was another near death experience. It was, was, wasn't it? We used to, we used to. Um, 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 this is not. I um, don't think this is big or clever, but we used to fire rockets towards our neighbour's um, aerial. That's not. He big died. Or clever. What? He, of natural causes. Yeah. Was nothing to do with the fireworks. But yeah, yeah. So but yeah, we used to do why that. Why did you make it out sound like? No, no, I just, it, yeah, I just thought you were going to ask me who it was and, and I was going to say, anyway. Um, right, there was, I watched a video of some kids um, in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, they were holding fireworks and firing them at oh, people. People are such idiots. And I, I, I've never done it without adults with me. Um, so it's really them to blame. I mean, I love my dad dearly, but it was his fault. <laughs> you used to like... So just to clarify, um, we've lit fireworks in our garden yeah. growing up. Yeah. And hindsight, it, it probably yeah, was yeah, better. But, you know, but, you we, know it, was a, it was a time. It was a different period of time, to be yeah. fair as well. Um, we lit those in our, in our garden. Even then, probably wasn't the safe distance. But we've got a reasonable sized garden. Yeah. Yeah. You used to do them at your house in Basildon. Um, Nan's old house. Yeah. And that garden is probably not much bigger than this room. Well, the problem with that garden is that, that three quarters of it was concrete. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really hard to stick a um, <laughs> stick a rocket in. So my dad used to put them in milk bottle, <laughs> which is, I believe, number one on the list of things when you get the safety things to do with, with fireworks, not to do. But No, yeah, no that's, it was, that's um, wrong, Dad. And there was trees. The number one thing not to do is don't put it in a jerry can. Oh, no, that's true, yeah. No, that'd be a really, really... Or uh, light it with your fag. Like my dad used to do he as used well. To do that. Uh, but anyway, that's all the wrong things, kids. Just don't do that. There are alternatives. And there, yes. more recently, there's been sort of... Uh, I, I seem to remember it was a New Year's one that they started using drones to do a lot of these. I think light. it was actually an Asian New Year's, first of all, that did it. So it wasn't like UK or anything like that. I think it was somewhere oh, right. like Tokyo or someone that did did it first. And everyone saw it was like, wow, this is fantastic. I've certainly seen it at London Since in the last then, couple of London's years. London's been doing it over the last number of years. Um, it's become a lot more common. I think Disney does it now as well for certain things. They still do fireworks, but they use it in, in, in uh, conjunction. conjunction with it, and yeah. I think in conjunction, it's great. But on its own, it's still fantastic. And I think it's a great alternative for fireworks. Well, it's got its own... Um, I was about to say conspiracies there, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Own problems, drones, right, okay. like um, attacking birds and stuff. But Because um, they're known for that. But so it's got its own problems what? there. Why, what are you well, you can about, imagine, John? to be fair, drones at night in London yeah. on New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. So a bird's flying along yeah. and they all all the drones fly around because they're on like a computer thing to graph yeah. where they should go. And there's also backup drones. I don't know if you know this, but if they crash into one another, there's backup drones will automatically fly up and join. Really? Yeah. But anyway, because it happens quite often. But they've got all their lights off, yeah, because they sh they turn on at certain points to make it look fun. Oh, yeah, fun. that's true. Well, how's a bird going to see it? Very true. They haven't got headlights on. Uh, well, they've got to watch it the same as us, and they they have to wait until the lights come on. No, I get that. I get that. I didn't really think about drones being because obviously fireworks for for nature is a well. I nightmare. think that I think in terms of well, just for one, like I don't know if you know this, but our cat flap's locked at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's for the piss after eating all that chili yeah. cheese. And again, I don't know if it picks up on the podcast, but there's fireworks going off outside, yeah. and, and we've done it. Just our cats aren't too bothered, but all it takes is for them to wander into a garden and sniff something, and then psh, pew, pew, that kind of thing. Um, I know that right now, um, like Annie's gone out, and and her husband is there with the baby and, and Chip, and Chip hates fireworks and stuff like that. So animals get terrified, but not by just that. I also watched a thing this morning about hedgehogs. Yeah. And how um, hedgehogs are really like struggling in the UK, aren't they? Yeah. And at this time of year, what cost they love... Cost of living. Yeah, cost of living <laughs> and stuff like that. And they're five-a-side football teams. Yep, yeah, they're, they're, they're on a bit of a slump, aren't they? Yeah. But anyway, these hedgehogs... Uh, they, and other animals at this time of year, what they like to do is they like to hibernate. They like to start. Oh, right, curling yeah, up I know and what you're going to say about hedgehogs. And now. What people quite often do for bonfire night is they start to put together all their bonfire wood and they position it ready days before. 
Yeah. Now a hedgehog or another creature, toad, frogs, um, uh, smaller badgers and stuff like that might go in t- amongst this book because it's a nice cosy place. Um, and then they set it alight and then you're just burning all these animals alive. So However, swings and roundabouts, sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not. You're talking about the frogs and toads bit, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but... With, with all of this going on as well. So what the suggestion is, is that people move their wood, move their logs. <laughs> no, that didn't get any better. <laughs> that didn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> they, move, they move the logs before they set fire to them. That's like one small suggestion. But even that alone causes so many problems. And again, with the fireworks, they go up, they explode. Granted, they explode, so some of it gets burnt away and destroyed. So but the other stuff lands. The best thing to do is reposition your wood before setting light to it. Yeah, reposition, always reposition your wood um, and always return to a firework that hasn't gone off. Right, that sounds really good. Good <laughs> sound advice there from the cheese man. <laughs> don't return to a firework that no. you really tried to light. Uh, yeah. And okay. don't light it with a cigarette or anything like that. Do you remember or when a- we watched people out the front, the people that lived down the road? Uh, some idiots that lived there for a while they once walked past their children walked past and put their middle finger up at me Annie and Becky at the window Yeah, Annie rushed out um, they were horrible people but they went out there once and they were trying to light hold fireworks in their hands and light them yeah they were With a, one of them had a toddler wrapped around his leg as he was trying to do oh they were that, one of I them could use some words <clears throat> one of them called me over to help out and hold one of the fireworks yeah and yeah. you said and everyone kind of went indoors and we had because all the neighbours uh, New Year's like we this used area. to come out and see each other we and wish still. each other. Um, Mum goes. Is it first footing? It's called something like that. Anyway, it's a tradition to go and knock at people's houses and be the first person to step over their threshold, if you pardon the expression. Oh, is that a thing? Help them. You know what I might re- do? Reposition their wood. Twenty twenty four. I might just start. I might just go in and run down the street and run in everyone's front gardens and knock on their door and then run off again. And did it to everyone. I think that's called knockdown ginger. If I'm allowed to say that anymore, can't say ginger anymore. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> anyway, right. This has been really interesting. We've it not spoken really, much about the topic. We haven't spoken about chemistry. Test tubes. <coughs> no, but interesting. Just say a bunch of chemistry things so we conclude them in the banner without. Well, this like is what I was thinking, and to lead it on to my <laughs> quiz at the end and the song, um, the. You talked about uh, lighting stuff up uh, and colours and all the rest of it was at school. Bunsen now, my, my memory of school and chemistry was I loved the fun part of it was the practical stuff. Mm. Not so keen on the Elephant's theory. Elephant's toothpaste and stuff like that. What? Elephant's toothpaste. Elephant's toothpaste. Yeah. You ever seen that experiment? No. Google it. Will do. Google it after this. But we used to have... I mean, when you were at school, it might well be the same, but we Me used to have these bubbles. big one, well. desks, and under them desks was uh, hoses that housed the gas that brought... So you'd release the um, tap on the top of yeah, the theme. they did redesign it to make it a bit safer rather than because just having hoses. Because that can't have been that safe at all, can it? So so the way, the way uh, schools generally do it nowadays, and even older schools have to have th- things refitted, Yeah. Um, that they you have a part in the room that you turn the gas on at. Yeah. Um, so that the teacher has control of that. Yeah. Um, so that's where they went wrong when I was at school. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, and even then, they constantly check all the taps. But yeah, there are taps. Um, like, I mean, I remember in my school, one particular classroom had um, four bits of taps, but they all came in through the floor and stuff like that. So you never oh, saw right. all the pipes. See, this was what was... I dropped my thing. Yeah, this is what was to- this totally different. Because uh, in our one, each individual... Or you used to have lab partners. Uh, and so there was two of you usually. No, we, we didn't have lab partners. In- Did you have assigned lab partners? Not assigned. Because I think that's something they tend to do in America. No, but we'd work with someone. Based they didn't, on American they didn't have enough. Yeah, they didn't have enough of these things. Oh, no, you don't have enough for every person. Unless so you're there'd doing be like two of you doing, you know, um, doing an experiment. But mostly it was just lighting up these things and Bunsen burners and ghouls and whatnot. But there was, I, I seem to remember burning things to make them different colours and to bring out certain elements like from fireworks. From, 
like we said about fireworks. So I can remember bits and pieces like that. So I, I was interested in it to a certain degree, but I must admit I only really enjoyed the practical side of it, which, to be fair, with science was the same with... Um, no, that sounds terrible. Biology. <laughs> only like the practical side of it. Does that it? Was a, yeah. He like got biology, sacked, that teacher. biology. I do like biology, but it was the more but boring. But no, physics. Out of three. Now physics, I enjoyed, but again, mainly the physics, physics was practical, practical stuff. I was more into geology and geography and things like that. See, I wasn't that fussed about those. I'm a so, geek. Um, I did do A level chemistry. Did you really? Yeah, I didn't really. I can't. Well, I did A S. I didn't realize that. Do you not? No. You're my father. I am your father. <laughs> yes, but I, oh, I can't be expected to remember everything but it took um, quite a while to remember the year i was born didn't it what 1997 no 1998 <laughs> are you serious 1998 um yeah <laughs> why'd you look at your watch would that have told something you something buzzed different? something buzzed um but yeah i mean we haven't really talked a great deal about chemistry i know that was a subject matter but yeah at school <laughs> what are you expecting different what expected i'm grumpy sort of experiences <laughs> Uh, thinking about the way chemistry's been, I suppose what interests me about it is how did it start? Because what do you mean? How did it start? How, what do you mean? How did it start? How did it start? Because it's always been there. Yeah, but who thought to take this and this and put them together? Who thought to take strawberry cider and chili cheese and bring them together? But th- this is the thing. So chemistry um, as a whole. Is, is always there, it always has been there, and it always will be there as long as the universe still exists. Um, so strictly speaking, when the universe stops, so does time, so therefore it always being there means that it is always there. Um, because if time no longer exists, then the fact of something no longer being there, time isn't there either, so there's no length of time to measure how long it's not been there. Do you see what I mean? Anyway. Oh, sorry, I was thinking about hedgehogs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, with... Um, Chemistry, like, well, how do you make a cup of tea? Yeah, but is that that's chemistry? Cooking is chemistry. <clears throat> yeah, but that's the that's is, this is what I mean. This is where um, when and you think about it, the origins of it, and it had to start somewhere. Someone had to think. I take A and I take B, and it makes C. But, and you but think this is about the that would have been sort of almost seen as magic. This when is the it thing, first though, started, like, like magic. Once upon a time, you go. Um, to even to a certain degree is like things dissolving in in water is, is chemistry, yeah. So you put in I don't know salt into water, and you go, oh, it's gone. Or like when you water evaporates and the salt appears at the bottom, oh, salt has appeared. Like these things happen. People just come across them. Yeah. Um, it's like, for example, how do we know? And it also comes from mistakes, yeah? Mm. So magnesium ribbon, yeah? You burn magnesium ribbon, it's incredibly bright and it can blind you. Right. Yeah? They that, they do it all the time in schools, but they don't blind people. But um, if you I can imagine... by a magnesium well, ribbon. <laughs> I can imagine that the first time someone did that and goes, ah, oh, that can blind you, is because they were blinded. They went, ah, oh, Nigel's gone blind. I reckon it was a big, brighty, glowy thing. So each time... Uh, they take what they've learned and sort of uh, yeah, bring well, it on to the next stage. Well, how do they work out fire could burn people? Because someone got burnt. Well, I was looking at and and it was like... How do you find out you got an allergy? <clears throat> because you did a thing. Well, it, they, there's people that invent... You're, you're absolutely right. They invent things by mistake. So, so the, there that, was a guy Is who, that inventing something, though? Yeah, I guess so, still. There was a, there was a guy... Okay, did Isaac Newton invent gravity? He didn't invent gravity, he discovered gravity. There you go. So are these people inventing something or are they discovering something? Well, this guy, right, a Swiss physicist, he was trying to create a detector for poison gas, but he couldn't get it to work. And while he was near it, he was smoking and it went off. And thus, it became a smoke detector. Do you know how a smoke detector works? Um, No. Because I believe it was American Ian who has a half-life of a, of something quite a short time. So do you know what half-life is? It's Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I didn't even... That, there was quite a lot of what you just said didn't make sense. So American EM is a... Is a, a um, element? Element, yeah. And it's essentially almost... It's something that has a half-life. It, it, 
See, I don't want to say it too much because I'm going to get it wrong because it's been a very long time. Like it's basically, it, it decays. The, the thing right. decays over time, um, and like by half. So, if something has a shorter half life, then it means that it, it emits. Um, I think it was electrons. Oh, I can't remember. Is it protons? Oh, no. oh, I don't know. But anyway, there's, there's so emi- many scientists sitting here listening to this, this, this the with their heads in their um, hands. But I f- believe this is how it works, and I might be completely making this up, but. Basically, how a smoke detector works is because it's emitting stuff, it's constantly um, seeing this other stuff, like it's receiving what it is on the other side. Mm. Yeah. So what the smoke does is it blocks it, and it means that these, where it's decaying, it no longer reaches the other side. And by it not reaching the other side, it goes, ah, we're not receiving this anymore. There must be something in the way, and it goes off. Ah, right, okay. But that, I mean, again, that that was... So that wasn't the original... Smoke detectors do have a expiry date. Yes, they do. They do. Uh, penicillin that was found out by accident, that was by mistake. Yeah, yeah because he, a uh, bacteriologist got home from a trip to find mould on his petri dishes. So, which is I always just, a problem. Can I just say? So, what we're just to differentiate things here: the smoke detector. Yes, that one was an invention. Yeah, yeah. He invented the smoke detector. He invented a way of using something to detect something else. Penicillin. He discovered penicillin. Yep. And then he invented a way of using it in pill form to help people. Yeah, I guess then it's... then, But then it's, it's an accident that then makes you think about something to create something else. It's a bit like Velcro. Uh, a bloke, a Swiss engineer was walking his dog, got home, and they found they had all those little barbs yeah, on little- them. Cockle burr plant barbs on them. Mm-hmm. So he looked at them more closely and noticed that they were attached by little hooks and snagged on the loops of his clothes. Yeah. So he started looking into doing that. Velcro. Yeah, I knew that one. Matches. A British uh, pharmacist was experimenting with chemicals when That's he accidentally solving. scraped a coated stick across his hearth. Half, not his hearth. <laughs> his half, which immediately burst into flames. He looked at it. And hence, we've got matches now. And Coca-Cola, which obviously started off as a painkiller and then turned into probably one of the most sold soft drinks in carbonated drinks in the world. And it had cocaine in it. And also, um, uh, Kellogg's. Um, Kellogg's made... Uh, he made cornflakes... Oh, to stop people to masturbating. masturbating yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's uh, it. <laughs> Oh, digestive biscuits. Wow, digestive digestive biscuits. Yeah, um, were for digestion. Di- digestion makes total exactly. sense. Takes, yeah. takes or makes. And by the way, digestive biscuits is very much a British thing that not many people across the world, or especially in America, are aware of. And when you tell someone something's called digestive biscuits, they go, "That's a weird name for a biscuit." And when you think about it. It is. Oh, you're doing that thing again when you speak in a specific way when you want me to stop the recording for a brief moment. So we go into the next bit. I think that's probably right. Ah, so you've you've just done it again. (laughs) (laughs) See, we didn't actually have much to talk about. We didn't. And now we've got over our time. However, I don't feel like going over our time means that we can't enjoy ourselves uh, with music. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. And um, this week I've written a song that's about chemistry and it's mm-hmm, about, we've mm-hmm. already touched on this, about my experiences of... Uh, it's not the Kellogg's thing, is it? It's not that, no. Uh, of oh, the rearranging wood. <laughs> that's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. There you go. It all comes full circle, a robberus. But, Ouroboros. yeah, this... This is it a Ouroboros or Ouroboros? I think it's whatever you want to. Ouroboros sounds like something you've made up. Ob, he's in Loki, isn't it? We need to watch that. We need to. It's been very anyway, good. Is that the last episode? That I don't watched? know. Um, Still the end of Ghosts as well. Yeah, I know. That'll be a shame. This song <laughs> is about chemistry, about my experiences of chemistry in school, and how I loved it and hated it, and it's called Chemistry. Something else. If you forgot the name of it. Yep. Would you like me to look up the name really quickly? Uh, it's called Chemistry... And Me. And Me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. I'll click play. Chemistry. 
history with chemistry It started back at school I didn't take it seriously Preferred to act the fool I cannot tell my helium from my oxygen It's true That's why my voice is very high as I float around the room There's not much chance of learning Unless the Bunsen's burning Or something is exploding from a vial You can keep your books and tests It's practical that we love best it clearly beats the theory by a mile Wearing worn out goggles And a lab coat that's far too big Ignoring safety protocol And setting fire to other kids The periodic table just too complicated No interest in the theory test Or appropriate apparatus There's not much chance of learning Unless the Bunsen's burning Or something is exploding from a vial You can keep your it's practical that we love best It clearly beats the theory by a mile There's carbon, silicon, oxygen, germanium Arsenic, bromine, iodine and tin Selenium, tellurium, krypton and helium Phosphorus, bismuth, argon and lead Neon, nitrogen, calcium lovely song did you enjoy that yes yeah. now shall we play a game that you have alluded to earlier on in the podcast um, yes let's play I'm a glad game. you've you you've put a lot of thought into this game i hear um, um some fault some thought you were really you had straight away as soon as we said chemistry you were like oh i've got an idea of a game that we could do for chemistry isn't that true i did say that and um, unfortunately, I've been very, very busy this week. Oh. And then I couldn't remember what my first idea was. But it's funny like that. Things like we talked about the way ex some experiments lead on to other things and not everything is as you started it, ends up as you started it, as I say. Like that sentence. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but... Um, it's like that time thing from earlier. This is the same with this. So I started off with an idea. I went with it. I shelved it. I brought in a new idea. I've done that. I started looking at it, thinking, does it really sit with this? I thought, what the hell? We're running out of time. <laughs> let's <laughs> be honest. That's this entire podcast. We basically just went, let's do something to do with Bonfire Night because it because the episode releases on the 5th of November. Yes, exactly. Um, and it felt wrong to avoid it. So we went with the vagueness of chemistry. Absolutely. So vague a topic. Well, this quiz, this quiz on the chemistry theme is all about celebrity inventors. <laughs> so is it inventors or innovators? 
it could be innovators or inventors. After us speaking about this, I understand that there is a little bit of a difference between them. But it's people that were uh, involved in the design of something. So is it going to be your definition of inventor or the actual definition of inventor? No, the the actual um, inventor, the actual definition of inventor. So it's celebrities that have invented stuff? Yeah. Has there been many? Well, I've got 10. Oh, you've got 10. <laughs> right, but you've got to tell me whether the statement I give is true or false. So they might not be an inventor. No. So some they of, might not some be of 10. These, so it could be none of them. Some of these I've made up. So what you've got to tell me is which ones are actually kosher and which ones aren't. Uh, it's a myth or real. Myth or real, true or false, play my stick. Astronaut or astronaut. No, it was... UFO uh, or UFO. It was uh, astronaut or... False and It should have been astronaut or astronaut. Murderer or hurdler. <laughs> hurdler or murderer was a good one, yeah. Play the sting. Okay. lovely sting now shall we get on with the game yes we shall we shall i okay. don't know why i did that <clears throat> what's a lovely sting is all i meant to say but okay it wasn't my best but there we go thanks for just that's what uh, i thought as well but trying to burn me up right yeah. so these are celebrity <laughs> inventors true or false so i'm gonna tell you a, a statement and you've got to tell me with this true or false yeah, we've been through easy. this bit I've <clears throat> said this before the stick. Yeah, I know, but I just you seem to be forgetting things all the time. So, okay, number one, Michael Jackson is well known for his dance moves. One of which was a gravity-defying lean in the Smooth Criminal video. For live shows, he invented a hook mechanism that would come up through the stage floor and attach to a slot in the heel of his shoe. In order for him to perform this. Is that true or is that false? So I believe on some stuff he wore weighted shoes. That happened quite a lot. However, I do get the point of saying it was a live performance. It makes it quite difficult um, to just wear weighted shoes the entire time. So... Are you just brainstorming yourself I'm there? I'm brainstorming or you can, at yeah. the moment. I'm going to go... Oh, this is... If this is made up, it's a very good one. True. It is true. Cool. Basically, he used to use harnesses and, and things in, in for the videos and that. But obviously, that's not practical when he's doing a live show. So he, he had exactly that. He had a little slot in his heel and a hook will come up, go onto it, which will enable him to lean and do this. Which means the shoes have to be very secure. They do indeed. They need to be tied on properly. With Velcro and laces. Um, ah, both of them. Number two. Movie star Jamie Lee Curtis invented a disposable... They can't be a slip-on, can they? No, they can't, because no. it would be a slip-off then. Yeah. Movie star Jamie Lee Curtis invented a disposable nappy that had pockets in it for removable clean-up wipes, alleviating the need to carry them separately. False. That is true. Oh. She did what they would call a diaper, and it had little pockets in it which you could put wet wipes and all sorts of other things in. Number three. Stop mucking about with that. Former British tennis hero Tim, Tim Henman patented a trainer that as well as housing your foot had compartments for small items like keys or money built into the design. True or false? Tim Henman? Yeah. True. That is false. <laughs> I've seen these compartments in these shoes. Well, he didn't invent them. If, if someone invented him, it wasn't Tim Henman. Who was Tim Henman? He, he was a tennis... He, he, was, he was British number one for ages before... I was born... Probably. <coughs> but he's around there still. He gets talked where? to all the time. He's where, where have I seen he's him at last? home probably at the moment. But right. Phone him? Thinking about shoes. 
All right, B, which is Next one. It. Four. Guy Fawkes is better known for the part he played in the gunpowder gun plot, but he also it's had a hand so. in the invention of a substance which is now more commonly known as Swarfiga that cleans grease and oil from skin. Is that true or is that false? False. That is false. <laughs> yes, he had nothing to do with Swarfiga. What is Swarfiga? It's something that <laughs> you use to clean. <coughs> People, mechanics and that would use it. It's like an industrial thing that you cleans your hands if you've got oil and that because you can't really get that off with anything else. Uh, number five. <laughs> After being stuck in a boat several times when it, it was obstructed, US President Abraham Lincoln invented adjustable buoyancy air chambers that could be fitted to the sides of a boat and inflated when needed to move over obstacles in the water. What? I'll read that again. Break it down. Don't go full detail. After being struck, Just what did he invent? He invented something that goes on the side of boats that meant when you're in water, it could raise the boat above any obstacles. So basically, if there was flotsam and jetsam in the water or anything like that that would cause a problem for a, a boat, a small boat to go through, he would, it, these things would come down on either side, inflate, and actually move the boat up in the water, which meant it could glide over the things a lot easier. False. And it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I gave it away there by giving such a great description. No, I nearly said true, but I thought I can't see it working very well. What about this then? A Victorian engineer called Brody got extremely frustrated after going to a football match and seeing a goal not given because no one could tell if it had gone through the posts or not. On the way home, he thrust his hands in his pockets and suddenly had the idea of pockets for goals, which he designed and is the nets we have to this day. Pockets for goals. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> the netting. he went to a game. Uh, they didn't have uh, nets in the goals then. The ball went in, but they said it didn't. He was really frustrated. On his way home, he thrust his hands into his pockets, realised that in the pockets they had something that he could design to put on the back of the goalpost and make nets. Right, and who's a celebrity? It's just a Victorian engineer called Brody. I thought this was all celebrities making Well, I think he was a celebrity in his close circle of friends. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> So they didn't have nets at the back. So how did they? How how would adding a net mean that it was obvious that it went in? Because it would stay in the net. When you shoot into a goal now, and there's a net on the goal, yeah. it stays in the net, doesn't it? Yeah. If you shoot into a goal that hasn't got a net, it's so fast. How could you tell if it actually went through the post or not? And then you'd have to go down the end of the field. I've done this many times to pick up the ball. Yeah. So he realised that the inside of his pocket linings were similar, could be used, a similar sort of design were, right. could be used in a bigger scale, obviously. Could be False. Used. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I should have said true because it's not a celebrity. Because <coughs> <laughs> oh otherwise you would have said like Gordon Brown did it or something. Seven. Country sensation Dolly Parton championed the larger busted lady by inventing a food tray that had wing mirrors attached so she could see her food while eating when her ample breast was, breasts were getting in the way. <laughs> that was false. That was false. 100%. 100% false. <laughs> 100% false. Very t- yeah, it was false. Bill Nye... The science, science guy, guy invented a ballet shoe which has reinforced toe support for performing after seeing statistics on foot-related problems for dancers. False. That's true. What? <laughs> 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 ah, dear, oh dear. Okay, this is the penultimate one, right? Yep. After mislaying numerous lids from his lip balms... American actor Charlie Sheen invented <laughs> 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 You can't even make it through it. 
Were you tired lip at the end when you're making these up? American actor Charlie Sheen invented a lidless twisting chapstick, which enabled the user balmed lips without the worry of losing the lid. So just... What? Just one without a lid? Yeah. So the fluff gets caught in it. Well, no, apparently, somehow, it didn't do that. It sort How? of twisted in and out. Like How? you do with the Tipex, but it didn't have a top on it. How did it do it? I don't know. Don't know all the detail. I just uh, how where can I buy this product? I don't know. I presume so, or it. Uh, I don't know if it's still available. But it's it, false, it, isn't it? Is that what you think? Yep. Yeah, it's true. What? Right, <laughs> 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 oh. like, and the last one. Oh, this is as frustrating as not getting a burger. <laughs> U.S. rap legend Kanye West was tired of having to keep adjusting his baseball cap, so invented one with two peaks so he could look cool and practical all at the same time. With two what? Peaks. What, the cap bit? Yeah. You know what? So it's Kanye West, so or Yay, is now called. Is he called Yay? Yeah. Uh, true. No. Nay, it's oh false. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that is the end of my little celebrity inventors quiz. And Brody. And, and Brody. I hope you enjoyed that. No. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I've got to say, though, I know that was false, the Dolly Parton one, but it's worth it having a look at, isn't it? Are you going to start making it? Yeah, maybe. Why would it need wing mirrors? Well, so the... Because the you person looking you. down, because no, the wind mirrors would be on the tray, so you could see what's on the tray if you had an ample bosom. Oh, I see. So the Just overhang put it on of top the, of your boobs, the over uh, the overhang of your ample bosom might be. Say you've got sausage mash going, right? Which I know is a particular favourite at Dolly Parton. Um, bangers and mash, bangers yeah. and mash, and. Your bosoms are getting in the way. Wind mirrors. You can see what you're doing. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. There you go. Anyway, is that the end of it then? I think it needs I think to be, it doesn't it? it should be, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Have you got the energy to do all your spill? Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> if you have got a complaint, a yep. question, a suggestion, yep. or a comment, you can submit those on the website, fatherandsundays.com, and go to the contact us page and leave it there. If you're Uber, um, you keep knocking that. I'm sorry. If, if you're Uber Eats and you want to give me my refund of £8 and 9p, just do it. Um, but you can go on the website. You can send us questions as well on contact us at fatherandsundays.com. Uh, you can go on the website and get all the episodes available are available on there, but you can get them on all your chosen podcast platform. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts is going, so not that one, really. Um, some other stuff. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Fred's, uh, X, those, they're available. Like, follow, share. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. And if you... Rec- and if you want to share, it'll be good because we haven't... No, actually, that's very, very true. We haven't, have we? And if you, um, there is a pamphlet available uh, if you want to send a self addressed envelope into Father and Sunday's Towers on how to uh, reposition your wood. Um, that's available free. Just send in a stamped addressed envelope and we'll make that happen for you. Yeah. You don't know our address, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that that's it. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to go to bed. Um, there might be a podcast next week. There probably will be a podcast next week. Yep. I've got a feeling I know what it is about as well. I think it's part of our planet suite, to coin a phrase, and I think we're going to be talking about Mercury. Or we're probably going to be talking about things we haven't had delivered, and then a little bit about Mercury. Yeah, maybe I would have got my burger by then. So. Yeah, I doubt it. No. Okay, then. All right, then. Good night. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.